0: Back
1: to another episode. We are back again, another
0: week. We're being consistent. Look we at us! Are. I told you we were back in the groove.
1: Consistent queens.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Love that for us, right? Let's <laughs> charlie.
1: <laughs> Have you seen that TikTok of the girl that's like? British and she goes, what's your drink of choice? Oh. And the girl goes, a Negroni. Bruni. And then she goes, that da, da, da. It was,
0: it was with, was with Scaliago.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and she goes, oh, stunning. Yeah. That's my new favorite word. Stunning. <laughs> <laughs> like we're back at it again. Stunning. Stunning. <laughs> Don't you love that? It reminds me of Sophia and Chinzia. Like, I've been that's watching, I've been say.
0: catching up on their vlogs. They're moving again. I love those girls. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> love those girls. Like that's one of the best things you ever put me on.
1: I told you. Them and Teffy. Like uh Teffy. Teffy, amazing. a Miami queen. Obsessed with her. Wait, I found Teffy? Yeah. Oh, you found her.
0: No, I think you found her. That was me? I think so. Wow, look at me. And I feel like we were so ahead of the curve. It was before her her TikTok popped off. Like, mm-hmm. true queen.
1: Yeah, OG Teffy weekly show on YouTube yes. was incredible. Yes. Or it might have been Daily. I don't remember. No, I think it was Daily. She was incredible. I, I love her. I used to her. watch
0: her at work. Like, I list, I love her. Obsessed. Yes, um. So hey guys, welcome back to another week. Hope you're doing well. What's going on?
1: What's good? How you doing? How are you feeling? Good. I'm
0: feeling great as well.
1: Lovely. That's so nice to hear. I had a great
0: week and I look cute today and got lots of compliments. So, you know, I'm feeling good.
1: Very nice. Feeling fresh. Love that. Kick us off. What's your quote? And my
0: quote comes from the the reality TV queen, New York.
1: Love it. And she says,
0: do I look like I give a fuck? Because I don't. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. And basically, I was just telling the family, today is the 10 year anniversary of my car accident that I almost died in. And I literally did not know. Like somebody somehow told me about it because it was some it's a friend's birthday and it always coincides. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's and I was what shocked. And I just feel like I've gotten to such a place where it's not a thing. And I just love that for me. Like, bitch, I don't give a fuck. As you should. And I just love that I've gotten to this place. I think when you go through something traumatic, it like becomes a part of your personality. And I don't think it's, it's no longer a part of my personality in the way that it was in the beginning. And mm-hmm. so I just feel. Very accomplished for that.
1: Yeah, that's that's healing. That's growth. It
0: took a while to get there, but growth has, has definitely emerged. We love that. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And just a little, um, let me be uh, motivational for a second. If you're in a dark time, if you're going through something, just keep going. Like, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. It does get better. It just really fucking sucks.
1: Yeah, just keep just keep going, you know. My, one of my favorite quotes is um you've gotten through all of your worst days ever because you're still here.
0: Amen. Yeah. Amen to that. Yeah. It gets dark, it gets lonely. It, it's tough, but you get through it. But you just ha- you have to be able to pick yourself up and keep going. And as long as you do that, trust me, better days are coming. Mm-hmm. They're ahead.
1: Now the comments on your TikTok are going to be, what accident? What story? Story time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe I will do a story time. Who knows?
1: Very nice.
0: Okay. So my what about quote, you? Know, what's your
1: quote? My quote is Lizzie McGuire. And it's also a TikTok moment. And it's where she goes, well, that's my life. <laughs> <laughs> And you know we're just uh, living, we're just busy getting ready for a big trip. And you know when I tell people what I'm doing, or I catch up with them, and like they hear everything that's going on, they're like, "Wow!" And then I just have to say, "Well, that's my life."
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Um. Are you gonna tell the 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 audience where you're going? I'm going to Egypt, Ooh. I'm going on a lovely exotic vacation,
1: I haven't been on a vacation, like a real one, but that's not really work in almost a year. Wow. Yeah, so I'm excited.
0: That's a, that is exciting, mm-hmm. um, very excited for you. So, so everyone knows for the next two weeks, Cece will be gone, but the show will continue because I have guest hosts lined up. So get <laughs> excited because it is about to pop off.
1: Yeah. Those episodes are going to be fun. Yes. Yeah, so I have my best friend
0: coming on. She's a hoot. You're going <laughs> to love her. You're going to be like, why isn't she on the show? But just because is one of those people that I introduce her to people and everyone's like, can I steal her from you? So you guys are gonna love her immediately.
1: No, you're like
0: that's my bestie. <laughs> I'm like that's my friend. <laughs> um, and then of, of course Alicia is gonna be back for another Real Housewives deep dive. There's so much going on in the Bravo universe. We're gonna get into it all. So get excited.
1: Here for it. Yes, and then Cece will be back. Yes, refreshed. Ready for, yeah, ready for like a good Thanksgiving episode. You know. Yes. You Thanksgiving. Know? A little
0: Christmas.
1: Yeah, a little Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, it's the holidays! I'm obsessed. I'm so excited. I bought my Christmas decor (laughs) Mm. last month.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We actually are holiday people. Our family goes crazy for the holidays. We have so many parties, so many brunches, so many dinners, so much stuff. It just happens within the family. So we're all very excited and Halloween is like the kickoff, but Mm -hmm. you know, it's it's lovely. And Miami is cold this week. We're both in long sleeves. Like, thank God. Yeah, we needed this. We really (laughs) did. It was it was sweltering.
1: Yeah, way too much. It's October, but I love it. I feel like Miami always gets cold around this time. Halloween weekend, Halloween weekend,
0: it always pops off. Love it. it. It drops down. It's like let's get in the vibe. So we're in the vibe. So let's get into it. We have yeah. a lot to cover this week. Um, we're catching up on two shows that we've been watching Rings of Power as well as Tell Me Lies. What yes. do you want to start with?
1: Let's talk about Tell Me Lies.
0: Yes. Let's, yeah. Because um, I called her yesterday and I was like, girly, the the level of just hatred that I'm having is 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 running deep
1: yes so justice for evan evan deserves everything
0: the the black guy oh yes that's his name i keep forgetting his name okay i love evan i i love like the entire cast like justice for poppy um pippa pippa justice (laughs) for pippa honestly they do my girl real dirty so dirty style like I Justice for everybody except for Lucy and Steven because they, they are the suck. worst. <laughs> they deserve each other. Okay, they literally so, do. At the end of episode
1: seven, which is where we are at so you guys can follow along, mm-hmm. you finally see Lucy and Steven get together for real. He breaks things off with Diana. And I just thought it was so telling how Lucy wanted to go to parties with Steven and have that college relationship mm-hmm. experience. And they're at the party and they're miserable (laughs) that is exactly what you get that's
0: exactly like i was like yeah you guys suck and you're no fun yeah and nobody wants to be around you and they were just like isolated in the middle of the party being like debbie fucking downers like i when i say i hate steven i called i told her i was like yo i have not hated a character this much since joffrey yeah, she did say that. Jaffari. Okay, and we know what a psychopath he was. Steven is the most manipulative. Cruel. He's cruel. Like, just he's a cunt. Yes. <laughs> he is a snivelling little weasel. Like he is the worst kind of person that there is ever. He he's conniving. He's manipulative. He's mean. He's He doesn't have a good bone in his body and he doesn't want, he doesn't want anything good for his friends. Yeah. And that's just like the worst kind of person.
1: Absolutely. I mean, you see him kind of, uh, okay, so we find out that his best friend Wrigley hooked up with his now ex-girlfriend Diana freshman year.
0: But this was before... Diana and him knew each other. And this is before he and Wrigley knew each other. Exactly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But somehow in his head, this is the ultimate betrayal. betrayal. And instead of just being honest with himself and his feelings and him feeling humiliated, he decides to hurt both of them in the worst way that he knows how.
0: Yeah. Like he he starts to like pick apart at Wrigley's like mind and his confidence and he really just completely undermines everything that he's accomplished everything with sports everything athletically everything he he you know treats him like he's this dumb stupid idiot mm-hmm. that just can't figure out life and like he's just such an he was all aw- he's justice for wrigley like
1: He's awful. He's so mean. When they were in the sauna and he was asking him about Pippa. And then he then goes, oh, what about Lucy? And he goes, I don't talk about her that way. I I can't talk about
0: her like that. I was in pain. I was, I was. Because you know what was hurtful is that Wrigley didn't really want to say anything bad. But he was trying to like impress his friend in this moment that they were having together. And he just thought, Like, okay, this is guy talk, or we're having guy talk with my best friend, and then for him to flip it like that, to to make it like, oh, you don't respect her, and that's why you can talk about her like that, but I respect my girl, so I'm not going to join you, like, that is so low. Honestly, I hate a gossipy, like, man,
1: you know? I just feel like that's the worst type of uh, guy, and... I feel like uh, we like to think of male friendship as less complex than female friendship because you do see like the narrative of frenemies and like girls who are friends, but then talk shit behind each other's Mm -hmm. back in the media. But you don't really see that with men and it's just so uncomfortable. Like y'all can't just talk about
0: sports and be happy. Why are you being so mean? Right? Like everything is a competition. Everything is who's the most dominant. Who's the most manly manly like, their men's egos are constantly like in in flux mm-hmm. and constantly like being attacked but it's all in their own mind and of their own making and they just cannot seem to grasp that so it's painful to watch yeah it's so sad um so when the episode 5 they went home for christmas mm-hmm. and we got to see Lucy with her mother and we found out Lucy is just an awful person. I'm sorry. Like I did think it was super messed up when we found out the truth. Her mother was yeah. having an affair with her father's like work friend, good friend while he was dying. And when the day that he died, they were like off having sex and not answering the phone. And Lucy was like, li- like he died in her arms. That's traumatizing. That's yeah. awful. I can understand the resentment that someone builds up for their parent when they find something like that out. Because it's, like, you couldn't have waited until he died. Like, he was on his way out, you know, yeah. kind of thing.
1: Like, you couldn't have been there with us in his final moments. Like, she was a kid. Right. That's so sad. That, that was dark. That was dark.
0: Um, But... I what the one thing I had a question about is has she ever really addressed it with her mother I didn't get the idea that she had ever even confronted her about it her mom just thinks she's just mad at her for being mad at her that's the impression that I got
1: that's the impression that I got too and then you see that her mom is dating someone and then we see yeah the guy come to the door and Lucy just like freezes up And I feel like the mom doesn't know that she knows. No. And one thing that I tell my friends is you can't be mad at someone when they did when they don't know that they've done anything wrong. Mm. You know, like you're allowed to be mad at somebody if they know the full context of the situation and like depending on how they treat it, you know then you can be mad at them right but if
0: somebody's oblivious and you're just mad like you don't nobody gets anything out of that right you can't hold someone accountable for something that they're not reacting to like they're not dealing with a, a full card of decks when in dealing with you so they a full deck of cards um so they don't know how to properly respond like maybe she would have an explanation maybe she would apologize maybe she would understand that you understand the complexity that she's dealing with on her end because I'm sure there's guilt and shame and a lot of other things attached to that for her mother but she's never able to explore that or even discuss that because she she doesn't know that she can because she doesn't think that it's appropriate to tell her daughter that she was having an affair yeah you know like so there's just like on both sides like each party is dealing with like Half of the information and that's just never a place where you want to be in in a relationship. Yeah Um, so I thought that was interesting I I think it's really interesting how they show that The second that either lucy or steven do not get what they want or need from each other They immediately rebound to the other people in their life when steven doesn't get a hold of lucy He calls diana when when Lucy doesn't get a hold of Steven, he calls she calls the other guy. Yeah. Um and I just think people actually act like that. They're like if I don't get a hold of this person, I'm going to this one. If I don't get a hold of that one, I'm going to my the next one. And that's so toxic because you're just yo-yoing your own emotions and the other person's emotions that are involved with this.
1: That is what selfish people do. I feel like at their core, Lucy and Steven are both just so selfish. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I feel like that's also kind of why Lucy takes Steven back after everything. Because she just wants, she wants him. She doesn't want to like be in a, a happy girlfriend. Relationship. Yeah. She doesn't want to be a girlfriend. She doesn't want to be in a relationship. She wants Steven because he is that thing that like she couldn't really get.
0: And she likes the satisfaction of knowing that, like, she took him.
1: Yes. She loves it. She
0: oh, eaten it up. Eating it up. In episode seven, when she goes to the carnival and she's, like, goes over to the stage in front of Diana, makes out with him. I was like, this is just, you're pissing on, you're on the tree. Yeah. And... She's trying to mark her territory in like the most obvious like cringy way. and it is the way of an but I get it. she's eighteen years old. like you would do that like that and you think you're winning. um, which I thought was very interesting.
1: like girl, that guy does not care about you.
0: he the one thing you have to realize like it's hard to, it's a hard pill to swallow, but like the men do not give a fuck, yeah. And I really, I hope Diana gets it. But in episode seven, the next day when she goes over to his place and tries to hook up with him and he rejects her, he's like, no, I'm with Lucy now. I was like, girl, you cannot get back at another woman for sleeping with the guy because you're just allowing him to sleep with both of you. Yeah. Like, he is the winner in that situation and you gain nothing. You make yourself look cheap, like you you look like you don't respect yourself because you're willing to fuck somebody that you know, has a woman and has already rejected you. Yeah. And like, why would you want someone like that to have access to your body? Like it's just, it's, it's so sick and twisted, but a lot of people act like this. So I just, I just love how true to it. All of these different like relationship interplays are. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, I also want to talk about Evan and Bree. So mm. this is the couple that gets engaged in the future, ep- in episode one in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we see them really get together on his birthday weekend. But this birthday weekend is very tumultuous as birthday weekends are. <laughs> <And> <laughs> <laughs> like... Uh, and I feel like uh, it was the most satisfying moment when, at the end of the episode, Evan was like, you guys are not my friends. All of you
0: suck. suck. <laughs> You're We're not friends. You don't care about me. We don't care about each other. Like, we don't even like each other. I loved that. I was like, yes, was Evan, so go off. Yeah,
1: like, uh, him buying his own birthday cake, it's just like, he knows... Who these people are right but these are the people who are around him these are like this is how the cookie has crumbled and i i love to see Bree realize and really see evan in this new light mm-hmm. and then he kind of sees her in a new light over the weekend and mm-hmm. they finally get together mm-hmm. i
0: think they're super cute me too uh, i loved when um she was like oh you know she, he he's like the only person that knows that she grew up in foster care mm-hmm. and she like tells him little things she's like oh I used to love these like little silly hand yeah, things the silly and hands. then at the end he's like oh yeah my dad invented them and it's just like such a cute little full circle moment and a moment to like bond a new couple together I just yeah. thought that was so adorable
1: yeah I was
0: living for them
1: yeah they're absolutely meant to be and I just feel like Brie is the only well actually Pippa has a kind heart too but she has a darkness to her Lucy sucks but like Brie is really the only like kind-hearted girl Mm -hmm. in the show that I I like her and I feel like she deserves good so does Evan like he He's rich. He doesn't really know what he wants to do with his life. He feels all this pressure. Mm -hmm. And he just needs a girl that's, like, go with the flow, very calm, supportive. And, like, nice. And nice. And doesn't, like, want him for anything.
0: Except for,
1: like, you know... To to be together. Right. I also love that
0: they made the black character the rich one in the group. Yes. I like that too. I like love that he was that person when he got to the house and he and that neighbor came out and he was she was like, can I help you? I just love that he could be like, yeah, well, I'm I'm assuming you're you're renting it from Greg because we sold him the house. Like, I just love that moment. Like, bitch, please. Yeah, (laughs) that was a really good moment. Um, I, I just love that for that character. Because they don't, you don't usually get that out of a black character in an ensemble class, cast like this, and like it that's just that character would not normally go to a black person so i just like that they did that yeah it adds a nice element to I the i also like that they made the rich character a nice guy usually yes. the rich guy friend in a crew is the asshole like usually that would be steven mm-hmm. and i just like that they made him like a decent nice humble christian man <laughs> <You know? laughs> a good clean <laughs> christian, christian boy yeah like i just like that he's like A nice guy, just trying to figure out, trying to be nice, like trying to just like keep his nose down and do good things and like be like a good friend to everybody. And he wasn't, he's not like this douchey asshole that like throws his money around and like swings his dick for no reason, you know? Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, and it's so, I feel like you see the contrast between him and Steven that much more because like... Evan could be a jerk he could be Steven because he has the money he has the power but that's just not who he is it's not in his nature and I feel like maybe Steven even resents him for that like I was literally gonna say that yeah
0: because in like episode I think that was episode like two or three when he's like oh well you could do anything you're you're like paying all this money to take these classes that you don't need to do or whatever and Stephen's basically like making him feel bad for having money. I feel like in that moment, like he could turn around and flex on him, but he never would. Yeah. Like he would never do that to his friend. He would never speak to somebody like that. And I like in those moments, you see like just a difference in character.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. A, a really good contrast between the two of them.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Stephen's mother. Psychopath. <laughs> she. She is manipulative. That's where he gets it from. I mean, totally. Like... Narcissism can be learned. Absolutely. When she brought the kids to the Christmas dinner place that the dad was at with the new girlfriend, I was like, whoa. But did she know? That the girl was pregnant? I think she did. No, no.
1: Did she know that they were going to be at that restaurant?
0: I... Somehow, I do. I... I Somehow, I feel like she figured it out. And that's why she... She made it seem like Steven you're gonna choose the place to go but I've I've planted this seed like you're yeah. gonna walk into this. Um but that was crazy.
1: That was that part was really crazy, yeah. Um that made me feel bad for him. That made me kind of had have some empathy for just Steven. For that one moment. <laughs> for that one episode, yeah. Afterwards, no. <laughs>
0: immediately no. yeah
1: he was down bad that episode <laughs> and then he like re-emerged as the
0: ultimate villain right um i loved getting pippa's backstory yes i knew it was going to be something of bullying i thought she was the the story was going to go that she tried to like commit suicide mm. and that's why she would have had to transfer but i mean she was bullied she was ignored and she was tormented and that's really hard for a young girl mm-hmm. and I think when you're I think it's different now than it was back then because we didn't live on the internet for a very long time you know like most of us didn't have email addresses until until we were like 11 12 so it's not like we grew up online in the same kind of way that we do today so when you're on back then it was easy to be like catfished because like you weren't seeing their pictures were not attached to things there it was just like more anonymous and so you can see how like this new girl is on the internet she gets caught up like talking to someone that she thinks is like cool and it's just like mean girls like playing tricks on her and yeah. I just felt so bad for her so
1: bad um
0: I love that she was able to just kind of let her walls down with um the new roommate what's her name
1: Oh um the girl with the braids I don't Sarah? remember her name
0: What's her name Whatever her name is
1: Yeah
0: um and I like that there was like a little bit of camaraderie forming there and friendship forming there and but Pippa's, like, ultimate flaw is that she just wants to be the cool girl for her boyfriend. hmm And we see that in episode seven when she goes to the fair. Yeah. And, you know, she's, like, she just, like, puts on. And that, that's been, she's been
1: doing that since episode one, though. She loves right. to put on a show. She loves uh, to um, play into... This idea of like how she wants people to see her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that is her ultimate flaw.
0: Yeah, it, it's not. She's not. Um, I don't think she has a bad bone in her body. Like, I don't think she's like, I think evil. she means. Yeah, I think she means
1: well. She is doing the best with uh, her,
0: her. The hand that she's been dealt. Yeah, I think.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I hate it when Steven's mean to her, too.
0: <laughs> oh my god when he had the balls to be like and you have been lying to lucy all semester charlie that's her name mm, yeah charlie you've been lying to lucy all semester like
1: boy I was like boy
0: yeah! don't turn that around on mm, her i just ugh. he's evil and like when he was up at the house how he was just like plotting like pippa's been on her phone and he mm-hmm. throws it at wrigley's face Oh, then he goes to the brother in episode eight, in episode seven. And he's like, oh yeah, well, um, Wrigley told Pippa. That, yeah. and like he just uses information in these like sick and sadistic ways. Like yuck. I want, yeah. like, I wish he had died. Like, and I wish in the future <laughs> he done. wasn't around. Like the fact that I know that he's still around, I and hate that it. Lucy And that Lucy still
1: want him. I hate it. That's the part that gets
0: me. Yeah. I'm
1: very curious to see what happens in the future and how this all plays out because we kind of know some details. It kind mm-hmm. of seems like I feel like Drew has passed away from what we see in the first episode. Or he
0: goes to jail.
1: Yeah, either That's one. That's what I'm thinking. Like, Drew is not in the picture in the future. Lucy still wants Steven and Wrigley is a mess. Yeah. Um. And then Lucy, Pippa, and Bree are somewhat friends, but there's like a rift between Lucy and, and Pippa. Pippa. I think
0: Lucy's going to find out. Well, Lucy did. Fi- well, Pippa told her like about Macy, that she knew about Macy. Yeah. But Lucy did not. She wasn't like, oh, Steven, Steven told me. Mm-hmm. So she's trying to play that. Um, what I just, what I have a question about was Stephen, when he like confessed the whole thing, was he lying or was he telling the truth? Like, was he there? Honestly, the
1: way, okay. I believe that he was there, but the way that he framed it, I don't think he
0: told her the whole truth. It's not in his character. I don't think he told her the whole truth either, but to me. The fact that she is okay, she's not okay with the fact that Drew drove them off the road, but she's okay with the fact that Steven got out of the car and left her to die alone. That's my thing too. (laughs) Yeah, I know. So
1: it's, it's super hypocritical. Completely. Like what is wrong with you? I think she's angry at everyone, but she is uh, directing all of the anger at Drew because she can't direct it towards Steven.
0: She's sick I was like girl you have completely Lost me
1: yeah and like uh, Probably deep down inside Subconsciously she is More mad at Drew Because uh, she knows That she doesn't care What Steven does like she Is in too deep and she Subconsciously probably knows that that's not Okay what Steven did is wrong so Mm -hmm. like I'm gonna like over Put the blame on Drew because Of that
0: yeah I could see that I was just like you're not mad at the man that got out of the car and left her to die like you don't like you see if you're in like a hit and run or whatever you don't know that the person has died you don't know that they they're unable to call the police you're in the seat next to me you get up and leave I'm dead and I'm not mad at you like what see that's the thing that's not
1: adding up for me why wouldn't steven call the police you know right like
0: he was in the passenger seat unless he was driving Mm, there it goes there it goes unless he was driving and that's what i was thinking i've been thinking that's my
1: yeah that part of the story is not adding up i don't understand like Steven is a smart guy. He doesn't seem like the type of guy who would panic in a situation like that. He would, if he wasn't in the wrong, he would just call the police. He wasn't the one driving. It doesn't matter if he's drunk, he's over 21. Like, what was the problem? Why he didn't call the police if he
0: was there? And that's the part that Lucy's missing, right? Because like if you get run off the road, it was a hit and run. Like it, it, like we got driven off the road. She's now injured. I'm injured. He has no injuries. I just don't know how he fits into that. Like I, yeah. something about him even being in the car doesn't add up to me. Like he has no injury. Somebody died in the car next to you. They were so badly injured and you don't have a scrape, a cut, a Nothing. I just don't believe it as someone who's been in a car accident. Like, yeah, it's no,
1: it's really not adding up. And the other part that's not adding up is that if Stephen really wasn't in the wrong, wouldn't he have told Wrigley then? Oh, yeah, I was in the car. Wouldn't he have told Drew? Wouldn't he have told anybody else except for Lucy when he
0: got caught? You know? Yeah, something is so off, but it's because he sucks. And so, of course, something's off that's going to be the real twist up. Yes. The real twist. We will see what happens. Me and Milo will be discussing a little bit of the next two episodes next week and then we'll get your thoughts when you come back. But yes. we will be back with more of that in the coming weeks. But let's get into Rings of Power now. Rings of Power. Such a good show. Amazing. Um I needed more episodes. Absolutely. I needed two more. I needed two more. I needed 10 episodes. I felt like the ending, I liked where we ended. I felt we were in a good place to take Mm -hmm. it in many different directions, but I just felt like we went from zero to 100 very quickly and it was over. And I was like, whoa, hold on. I feel like
1: the pacing of the twist was very good. Like in the beginning of the episode, you start to see Hallbrand, um, really act different Mm -hmm. he meets Celebrimbor Mm -hmm. and he starts telling him like oh you need to do this and this like this is how you're gonna save everybody when it's like nobody could figure this out before why do you know why do you know how brands and why are you so goddamn comfortable in this elven place you were just sick but now you're fine like you were something's literally dying yeah Galadriel realizes this and then she asks one of the elves to look into his bloodline yes but even let's
0: back up because we we last time we talked about this we talked up to episode five so we were getting to the war we were getting to the place where the what were they called the orcs the orcs and adar adar so bad with names (laughs) adar were coming to reclaim the southlands And that episode was so good. The fighting sequences, the war, having Caladria and all the um, the people from... um, What's that? Numenor. Numenor. um, Come in on the... It felt like Game of Thrones. That was incredible. That was an incredible scene. When they came in on the horses, I was like, oh, I was living, dying, loved it. I was obsessed.
1: And then... The volcano erupts the volcano erupts all of the tunnels that they were digging was the map yeah and then obviously when the water goes through the tunnels and it goes into the volcano based on all of the plans the volcano erupts and it creates a wasteland of the southlands mm-hmm. and then that becomes mordor which in the lord of the rings lore um that's like a, where Sauron and, like, all of the bad people, like, that's their territory. That's
0: their territory. Yeah, so
1: this is, like, the story of how that came to be, hmm. which was insane. Like, that scene with the volcano and it all just, like, rushes towards Galadriel. I could
0: not breathe. Crazy. The special effects on that were so good. The dam breaking, like, mm-hmm. all of that, that was really good. Yeah, um those fighting sequences with the elves uh and like the the townspeople Mm -hmm. that was really sad when they were like fighting the townspeople that they had sent in as the first wave that was really sad that was really sad but all of that i mean i just loved all the fighting sequences Mm
1: -hmm. yeah um another little note about that episode so isildur the main uh, um general of new son Uh he dies yes but in the first lord of the rings movie isildur is alive and he is the person who first gets the like bad ring Mm. so i don't know how but isildur somehow survives and that's like something that we have to look forward to and he becomes a big part of the story so, yeah. Interesting. The the one part of the movie that I saw before I fell asleep, like Isolder was alive.
0: I mean, he could be because the the house dropped on him and the queen and she was she was injured. Obviously, she's gone blind, but we don't really see what happens to him. He just kind of like disappears under the fire. So, yeah. he could have been like injured but survived.
1: And then his horse ran away.
0: Right. Maybe to find him. Yeah. I know I was thinking that I was like I wonder why the horse can't settle down Mm
1: -hmm. yeah for for those of you who are now gonna watch Lord of the Rings a couple of things
0: are gonna like click hmm yeah that was interesting um what I thought was interesting in the last episode when we're back in Numenor and the king has died how he lets that um Isildur's daughter up into the tower Isildur's sister yeah sister um up into the tower to see the like the prophecies?
1: Yes. Okay, but I'm wondering what prophecy she has seen. I know.
0: That right? will be interesting. Because I feel like they kept um focusing on her, but I didn't know why, but now I'm like okay, she has a role. She mm-hmm. has she has a purpose in all of this. Like somehow she's going to know a prophecy. Maybe it's a different one than what the queen had been seeing beforehand interesting mm-hmm.
1: yeah that's gonna be interesting um I found it interesting how they left they just left that off it's kind of a cliffhanger
0: yeah also the whatever he is the uncle the general yeah he's taking he's over. plotting yeah he's trying to take over he's trying to be king and now that she is blind he's definitely gonna take over yeah uh, I feel so bad for her I know I'm so sad for her yeah but I think, I think she'll be okay. I don't like. I can't. I don't know, but I think she'll be okay. Like, I think the general is going to really have her back. I think it's there's going to be some sort of like coup that takes place, and she's going to have to escape, and it's going to be like a whole thing. But I think she'll be fine.
1: Yeah, that'll be good. Um, hell, okay. Now hellbrand. Now hellbrand.
0: <laughs> I was like. What is happening?
1: Me too. I was like, is he bad now? Is he a servant of Sauron? Lo and behold. He
0: is Sauron. He's
1: Sauron. Okay. I was not expecting this. So the whole season, my boyfriend and I, we've been discussing, okay, like, who is Sauron, who is that guy that came down from the sky, like the giant guy, because everybody thinks that's Sauron, and then when the three, um, like, witches, or whoever, find him, they're like, yes, Lord Sauron." Sauron, and then I'm
0: shook. You know what's crazy? I was like, this doesn't fit. No. Because I, when I, when the guy came down, I was like, okay, he is the fifth element, yeah. Like I thought if you've ever seen the movie, it's like he the supreme he's the supreme being that comes down to save the earth. Like that's what I thought and he is that. He's a wizard that has been sent to earth to essentially fight and Sauron, like to help yes. defeat Sauron. So I was like, okay, that tracks, but when they were like calling him Sauron, I was like, I don't know. He he don't seem like some grandmaster evil wizard. Yeah, like no. he's not giving me that
1: I wanted him to be good like the relationship that he had with the Harfa people and Nori. I was like I, this is this is giving Gandalf and uh, like right. the Hobbit, right? Right.
0: It's so funny. Mommy literally asked me, she goes, Is this Gandalf? Like young Gandalf. And I was like, I don't know, but it could be. I I, I don't know. Like he doesn't have a name. Yeah. So he
1: could be it, anyone. They refer to him as the stranger in right. this season. He doesn't have a name even in the last episode. Right. So that's why I was like, okay, is he Sauron? Is he Gandalf? Like this is really throwing me off. Mm-hmm. And then we find out he's good. And Hallbrand, who we least expected, is Sauron. That was the craziest twist. I gotta admit, like that did something. To me.
0: And like and it makes it was so bad when Caladriel was confronting him and he was like, I told you I did evil things. I told you, I, I this. I told you this. I was like,
1: wow. Just like a man, Uh, he told you the truth. You didn't want to believe
0: it. Didn't want to believe it, and he said that. I was like, that was hurtful.
1: That was really hurtful. (laughs) Yeah, that hit different.
0: (laughs) That was really hurtful. When a guy's
1: like, I told you,
0: I didn't want to be in a relationship. (laughs) It's like, but, 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 (laughs) but she did all these things. You fought next to me like yeah "Yeah, girl because I needed you I was playing with you because I needed you
1: yeah okay so here's the other thing I was getting romantic vibes from them right and then when they were fighting beside each other and she was like oh I felt Felt different I felt it and he was like yeah I felt it too I was like okay I know like elf and human relationships are taboo but are y'all gonna get together because that would make a lot of sense like I'm feeling it and then when he finally makes his move it's to make her the dark queen to his dark king i was like wow this nigga
0: has balls he was really bold really (laughs) bold. i was like so this is your move come be the dark lord queen with me i was like wow men the audacity (laughs) never stops never stops he really thought like what is wrong with you she has dedicated her entire life to defeating you and i just like yeah and you think just catching a little vibe is gonna <laughs> end up after you've killed her brother? Yeah. Nah. Mm-mm. My guy, try again.
1: Yeah, that was a lot.
0: That was really sad though. Yeah, that was sad. That was like a sad realization. That was like that moment of like of like understanding coming over her. That was tough. That was mm-hmm. a That was a hard pill to swallow. Um so, one thing I, I guess I don't know because I don't really know, like, the real, I don't know, like, the history of Lord of the Rings. Um, They created the three rings, but, like, why, what are they, okay. like, what is their significance? Like, I wish they would have, like, actually explained the rings.
1: Okay. So, I know this after watching, like, maybe the first 20 minutes of the first <laughs> Lord of the Rings movie. So, there were three elven rings. Mm-hmm there were nine human rings and then i think there was a a ring for like another set of people Mm -hmm. might have been the hobbits and then there's one dark ring to rule them all so Mm. that's why when they created the first ring they were like we need to make a Two, We need to make three because if there's only one like one ring can fall into the wrong hands and corrupt And then you can only have one other ring fighting against them You need to have like a third one as an alliance whatever so that's why they create the three elven rings and then um Celebrimbor Galadriel Mm -hmm. and then um the other guy the Mm -hmm. other half elf they have those three elven rings and then the other rings get created eventually lost in time And then in the original Lord of the Rings, um, Sauron has Mm -hmm. a ring. Mm -hmm. Sauron gets defeated and then that ring passes through, you know, centuries and ends up into the wrong hands again. Okay. So there's multiple rings, but these are like the first ones that are the elven rings that are the strongest. Okay, yeah,
0: but there's like a lot of that material. So it's like, okay, how many rings like eventually you're gonna just have a bunch of rings, right?
1: Hella rings out here, but the first one that they created in this one, that's like supposedly I think that's the bad ring. Okay, I think so. Mm. Interesting because obviously Halbrand aka Sauron had his hand in creating that ring.
0: So his like dark powers are are metalled. Yes. Mm, interesting. Or maybe I mean I don't know. I would have to go
1: back and you know watch all of the movies finally. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll do it while we're. I think traveling. I'm gonna do
0: it at some point.
1: Yeah. Um. But because he figured out the materials that are used to make the rings, maybe then he goes and creates his own. His own. Yeah. But this is like this this whole backstory was the rings. Uh-huh. And then also Mordor, which is gonna be this dark kingdom. Mm. Interesting. Yeah.
0: Honestly, really great show. Mm-hmm. Really highly enjoyed it.
1: I liked it a lot. A lot. Could have had more
0: definitely.
1: And that's how you know a show is good. We usually say we wish <laughs> we need less. There were less episodes. <laughs> this one I wanted a little bit more. Um just because
0: it was giving what it needed to give. Right. It like was- I thought we were going to get the queen like actually back in Numenor mm-hmm. like I thought we were going to get more time like with the elves like I just I just felt like oh whoa 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 <laughs> like yeah we're we're here already like you know mm-hmm. yeah
1: but um the writing was good the production of course amazing every episode is like a
0: movie the actors were great really good yeah and I loved when the first show start when the show first started I was like a little grossed out by the heartfoots and like the little gnome people. Um, but by the end of it, I was like, this, the they are my favorite characters. Like yeah. Nori and her best friend and like the old man that died. I was crying. The old man that died,
1: uh that was getting me too, but um, according to the the lore, they are the ancestors of the hobbit.
0: OK, that's yeah. what I was going to I was thinking that I was like they had they're like they're small.
1: Yeah. So back in the day, like the hobbits were the Harfoots and they were nomadic people. Mm. And then eventually, I think even with the help of Gandalf, they like settled down in um, settlements and yeah. they're able to like build houses and stuff. Mm. Um, and then life gets easier for them since they don't have to migrate
0: that's good. Yeah. Right. I like that for them. Yeah. I think that is like the cutest little side characters. Like I just love them over there with their little, their big dirty feet.
1: (laughs) no they're so so cute so wholesome and i love how nori had like this adventurous spirit but she didn't feel like she could do anything because she was just a harfa right now like she's off adventuring with gandalf like she's gandalf's first companion yeah and then like we see that um this turns into a a really great relationship Mm -hmm. between gandalf and the hobbits later on yeah all of those new characters.
0: I just love that. I just think she's so cute. I love when her dad at the very end was like, your story is bigger than what we have here. I was like, oh, so cute. So adorable. I'm going to cry again. Like, I was literally <laughs> crying. I was like, this is the cutest thing ever. Yeah, I loved it. Um, 10 out of 10. Can't recommend enough. Such a good watch. Enjoyed it so much.
1: Yeah, I'm ready for season two. Literally. Like, Amazon, keep them coming. Honestly,
0: Amazon really doesn't miss with their shows. Like... Amazon does really great shows. Really good. Everything they've done, I love. Hannah... Come on, Jack Reacher, The Expanse, Homecoming, Homecoming. a bunch of their stuff. Yeah, really great. Like and I've watched um, there was this other one set in the 1920s about this writer. There's like they have a bunch of really great shows. Yeah. Check them out all right guys it's time for tea let's get into it tea time pinkies up there's a lot going on in celebrity land so let's (laughs) yeah a lot that i
1: didn't know
0: yeah you're a little out of the loop sissy poo
1: i know it's okay where do you get your news twitter TikTok. honestly
0: i haven't really been on twitter that much i've been seeing there's a lot going on on twitter but i haven't been around for it like the rap girls are beefing
1: Oh, yeah, the rap girls are beefing. But I, I
0: can't even keep it straight or keep up with it. It's just so much.
1: Yeah, I got the Sparks Notes version. But there's, like, multiple beefs right now. There's, like, the Nicki <laughs> and Lotto beef. And then there's also, like, a Cardi beef, versus Nicki? Cardi and Nicki, too? I
0: think. I don't know.
1: And then there's, like, the Sweetie and Cardi beef.
0: Oh, maybe that's Cardi, is what Cardi's it's involved Sweetie in. It's
1: Sweetie and Cardi and Quavo because Quavo... You know, announced whatever that sweetie hooked up with
0: oh offset. offset. Mm, I heard I did hear that so
1: there's a beef there, and there was also a blue face beef and another girl and there oh, was his a sex like, tape,
0: oh, his girlfriend, right?
1: Yeah, I guess it's his girlfriend.
0: <laughs> mm. It's a lot. I can't keep up with the rap girls. yeah. um, but I want to talk about the new um Ellen DeGeneres, James Gordon. <laughs>
1: okay um i don't care that james corden is mean (laughs) like what did what did he do okay
0: (laughs) (laughs) i don't think i care i'd be uh, eating up those carpool karaoke's (laughs) like uh, what do you mean okay so there is this famous restaurant called balthazar in new york it's owned by this guy named keith mcnally And he went on his Instagram and and was like, I have 86 to customer basically banning him. And he goes on to like explain this whole long thing that on two different occasions, James Corden has come into Balthazar and has acted an animal to his (laughs) staff. And he gave Hulk an account. The first incident he came in, he had dinner at the end of the meal. He was like, after they've eaten all their food, he's like, by the way. I found a hair in my food. I need oh, the drinks yeah. pumped. I need another round of drinks right now. It was it was on and popping. And the yeah. staff was like, like, we'll definitely make this right, Mr. Corden. But like, you don't gotta get crazy. Yeah. And apparently he was crazy. So that was the first incident. Second incident, they came in for brunch. His wife ordered an egg yolk omelet. When it came out, there was a little bit of white. <laughs> <laughs> so he was like. Send back the omelet. Do I need to come make the fucking omelet? Oh yeah. There's egg okay. white. Da, da 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 da. When it came back, it was supposed to be with a the salad. They messed up. With they gave it the fries. Yeah. He was like, What the hell? Do I need to come <laughs> in the kitchen? Da da yada yada. Whole thing, whole scene. So he's like, because of this, like you are just too rude, too abhorrent to our, our staff, and I'm gonna protect our staff. So you are banned. Apparently, since then James has called. He's apologized <laughs> profusely, <laughs> and he has. Um, he said, "I strongly believe in second chances. Anyone magn- magnanimous enough to apologize doesn't deserve to be banned from anywhere." So the that's ending, what James Corden said. or that's no, what the that's restaurant a, owner. What the owner has said. So he's allowed back, and he's accepted the apology. And that's the full circle moment.
1: Okay. (laughs) So is he canceled or not? But now,
0: everyone in Hollywood's like, oh, yeah, this is not new.
1: James Corden is mean.
0: He's He's a monster.
1: Okay. So I have a soft spot for, you know, servers and bartenders because I used to be one. And I don't respect anybody who's mean to them. Right. But also at the same time, I know lovely people who are mean to servers. We know one of them. <laughs> we know
0: a few. We know a few. I hate that. Like I hate it. I Honestly, do. when people start to act up it, it, in a restaurant, you've got like two times to do that with me, and then I'm not going out to eat with you. Yeah, I'm not a that fan. That person, one of them that we're thinking about, <laughs> like, I'm not going to dinner. <laughs> anymore
1: <laughs> yeah no like good people love them but like don't love how they act
0: and then also it's also really embarrassing when someone doesn't know how to act in a restaurant like do yeah. not embarrass me in a restaurant like I ate that
1: yeah, no, it is embarrassing, but also, like, the whole thing with the hair, like, he had a right to get mad at that. Oh, absolutely. He overreacted, absolutely. And then the thing with the egg white <laughs> and the salad and the fries, like, I've done that before. <laughs> when it's a busy day and then something's wrong, you bring it back to the kitchen and it comes back <laughs> wrong again. Like, at the end of the day, that's me. Like, I I, I had to take the L. I was like, okay, that was on me.
0: You know? Right. Um, I just think there's always a way to do it. Like, even when you're annoyed, you don't have to be yelling at people and demanding things. And, like, restaurants make everything right. They are going to comp the the drinks. They're going to comp the desserts. They're going to take the meal off if something's wrong with it. Like, especially a restaurant that's, like, nice like that, they go above and beyond. And you don't even have to have anything wrong. Yeah. So I just don't think, like... Like our mom always says, you get you catch more flies with honey than with vinegar. Like you don't have to be an ass.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, now why I don't care that he's mean. <laughs> so <laughs> I just feel like people are mean in this world.
0: Some people are mean.
1: Some people are mean. And I feel like he's an entertainer. People like to watch him. I, if it's all a character and a facade, it's fine.
0: Okay. Like, you know, <laughs> not a problem. Yeah. I think, um, I think it's interesting that people are even, you know what? I think is very interesting. The second that Ellen's rumbling started to get loud, she was canceled. Yeah. and, Apparently, it's the same thing. Like, he's had rumblings for years, apparently. And mm. everyone in the UK is like, oh, yeah, like, we've been known this. And I don't think unless this incident came out in this way, we would ever, those rumblings would ever get loud enough for anyone to cancel him. And even with this, he's not going to be canceled. Men because do he's not get canceled for shit like this. Like, for being mean. For being mean. Only women, only a woman would get canceled for being mean. Yeah, I just feel like all men are assholes. (laughs) Like, when are, like, really and truly, like, most men, especially in professional settings, the boss is an ass. If you have a nice boss, like, God bless.
1: Yeah, I feel like in every industry, there are just people who are difficult to work with and, like, just mean, you know? Right. But we're not gonna negate that they're talented, we're not gonna negate that they get the job done. I'd be loving those carpool karaoke's and he's not being mean to me. So
0: I don't, I'm i not in like, I'm not really into him as like a character or as a, like a TV personality. Like I, I could take him or leave him. It doesn't really matter to me. Um, I just think this whole thing is funny. Like if you're gonna, if you're gonna be so public, don't go back on it. Even if he does apologize, Like, the follow-up should have been, like, I've spoken to James, and he said he's sorry, and thank you. Like, a a thank you, like a public, this is a public, you're welcome, like, thank you. Um, But I just think it's, like, so kind of, like, weak to be, like, oh, he he can come back now that he's apologized. Yeah. Like, you know he's only calling to apologize because you put him on blast. So it's not like the apology, apology is genuine,
1: yeah, it depends on how mean he is. Like, with the Ellen situation, she was being mean to her employees and, like, putting them through trauma. So that, like, I wasn't okay with. Have
0: you heard the the thing that came out recently about her? No. With one of her, like, little kid artists? No. This one kid that she brought on her show that was, like, went viral he she signed him to Her like record label I didn't even Know she had a record label <laughs> Me neither but apparently she had A record label and she is it had, the little
1: old town Broad boy
0: no It's oh. not him um It's some other one that sang like a, Lottie, a Lady Gaga song okay So he says that she Was like awful to him <laughs> And he is, like, traumatized from it. Oh, no. Basically how she would, like, call and be like, have you done this? Have you done that? And she wanted him to be, like, the next Justin Bieber. And Mm -hmm. she really wanted him to, like, study Justin Bieber's documentary when it came out. And when he didn't watch it, when he called her two weeks later, (laughs) she, like, went off and was like, you're not taking this seriously. And he was like, damn, just because I didn't watch the documentary? And... And then she, like, wouldn't call and she wouldn't answer the phone and she didn't really do anything with his career. And he's, like, very, he had this, he put out a whole thing about her.
1: I don't (laughs) know. Okay, you see, that's not okay. When I hear something like that about James Corden, okay, he's canceled. But, like,
0: uh, (laughs) I just think it's so funny that we really, we really canceled Ellen for being mean when there are literal (laughs) abusers all over entertainment that are men that are highly respected oh, because absolutely. they get the job done. Like if Ellen was a man, we would never be hearing about any of this. We would not be hearing about it. Yes. But like, cause you can't tell me that like David Lederman was a, was like peachy keen to his, his like his personality. I just can't see him being nice to his staff. And I just think that people wouldn't think to be like, oh, he's an asshole. So like, let's put him on blast. Yeah. In the same way that they're doing, they've done to Ellen. Yeah. And that's not like to defend her or to be like, we should like bring her back or whatever. But I just think it's very telling.
1: It is very telling. But like, if you have been dramatized by James (laughs) court, James Corden. Corden. Yeah. Come out. (laughs) Come out. Because like just the, he was mean to me. Like that's kind of hard to, you know,
0: as a server.
1: Yeah. He was mean to me. Like, you know, Sometimes sometimes everybody's mean to people. Yeah.
0: People have their days. Okay. Do you care about the Olivia Wilde Harry Styles Jason Sudacus drama?
1: Um, yeah, I do. So I wanna I yes, I've seen the TikTok conspiracies. I'm very much looking forward to watching Don't Worry darling, Darling, even though everybody says it's
0: super bad. I've I've heard the full plot of the movie and the twist at the end, and it sounds like a great concept. But I've heard the execution just wasn't, like, amazing.
1: Yeah. um, This was Olivia Wilde's first directorial, you know, Mm -hmm. moment. So I think, uh, you know, maybe it wasn't that great maybe this isn't really her calling (laughs) or just maybe it was her first movie so she needs to learn some things um but i just love i loved the pr after how everybody was so awkward with each other right supposedly how harry styles spit spit on chris pine and that video of harry being like i love how it feels like like a a movie movie. feels like a film and chris pine is just like shut the fuck up all right (laughs) fake actor
0: (laughs) um so director's little plating right so the whole drama is that harry and olivia got together while filming and she was well into this relationship with jason like four years yes family mashup dolly house mashup but also <laughs> the tea behind
1: that was that Shy buff was supposed to have harry's role right and then supposedly olivia fired shy uh-huh. because he was acting up but then shy came out and was like i quit because <laughs> i hate you and you suck and this movie is gonna be so bad. Well, and look at what happened. Shia was like, I'll release the text of me <laughs> saying I'm not coming to set. <laughs> what do you mean you fired me because I'm crazy and an abuser?
0: You <laughs> know, like I think this- Funniest part of this whole thing with Shia being like, "No, no, 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 you're not gonna speak down on my name. I might be abusive, but you're not gonna call me <laughs> a liar." I quit. <laughs> <But> I, <laughs> you didn't. You did not fire me, lady. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, that part of the whole story is so good. And then she replaces him, like a, you know, a really great actor with Harry, who people have said didn't do, didn't give us a Oscar performance.
0: Well, he's not really like
1: he's not an actor. Star in a
0: a, a whole movie—that's a lot. It takes a lot.
1: Yeah, he's he's not an actor. Um, and there was probably like some cronyism,
0: nepotism there because that was her little boo. Well, uh, they didn't meet; they met on the set. Yeah, they weren't together before.
1: Yeah, but like maybe if she got somebody else that sucked, she would have fired them.
0: Maybe. (laughs) Um. Okay, so the latest tea to drop this week is that Jason and Olivia's nanny. Um has come out with this whole, like, expose in the Daily Mail. <laughs> we love it. Basically saying, um, Olivia's definitely lying. She definitely was... The relationship was going great, and she ran off with Harry, and Jason was completely blindsided. <sighs> and one day, she was she made up a salad at the house she has this like famous salad dressing apparently and she made special salad and she was taking it over to harry's and her and jason got into a huge fight and he like crawled under her car so she couldn't leave it was lots of drama <laughs> He crawled and, under the car. and she is not being forthcoming with the details is basically what the nanny has come out and said i love a
1: good tell all <laughs> i love it tell us all the business Yes. Um it's juicy. Why do humans love gossip? I don't know.
0: Um Hold on. Sorry. I'm trying to find the the statement that they've since put out. So basically, Jason and Olivia have put out a statement since this this article has broke, basically as a as a united front. Um, this woman has been let go. She um, has been terrorizing our family ever since. and we um, like vehemently like deny everything that she has to say. We're just trying to move forward as a family and, you know, please leave us alone essentially. Um, Wait, they're still together? They're not still together. Oh, I was about to say. They were never um, married, so there's no, like, divorce. They just had to work out custody of the kids in the split. But it's just been very, like, public and contentious because... she was a cheetah. She's a cheetah cheetah. Um, I just think it's, like... I didn't know that people cared so much about these actors like it still shocks me how big of a star Harry style is because like he's not on my radar at all mm-hmm. so to me the fact that he's so big and people care so much about what happens with him is shocking.
1: Yeah, me too. I mean, I like a a little song from him here and there, but I was shocked to to learn that he had 14 nights at the garden and they were all sold out. Right. You know, like I was in New York for one of those weekends for another concert and everybody in the city was going to see Harry. Uh, Locals and like people who came in for the weekend. Right. It's insane. Yeah. But like also the drama and the intrigue, like it is hard to look away.
0: But like that is very different from his music. Like the, I just think it's crazy how big of a star he is. Like, I don't know. Like I just, I don't get it. Maybe I need to, like, sit down and listen to his music and get into him. But I just, like, even the ones that come on the radio, I can't even assign his music to him. Like, I don't know what it is.
1: The new album is good. The song that's like, you know, it's not the same as it was. I like that
0: song. Okay. That's a nice song. Do you want me to tell you the truth? What? That is such a Gap ad song. Like, it's a nice, it's a nice little song. But do you really want to listen to that on your own, like apple music like when you're getting dressed
1: no that's not like my song of choice Uh uh-huh but like when the song comes on i do enjoy listening to it okay it's a nice little song
0: sure and then there's
1: another song that i like from him from the new album okay
0: i don't know i don't get it (laughs) whatever um so i just think this is hilarious there was all this stuff about the the salad dressing and like <laughs> what's in the secret salad dressing and
1: <laughs> <laughs> why or why are people fixated on the salad
0: i don't know did she throw the salad like no but it was like it was nanny, a thing. the nanny was like she took the salad and went to harry's <laughs> oh, okay you know it was like i don't know Okay. I, I guess it would be the equivalent of like mommy baking a cake and taking it to the to the other man's
1: you know like <laughs> I don't know think that's
0: that I, I mean. don't know she took the salad to Harry's and that <laughs> everyone's like what's in the salad dressing and it's literally like a regular ass like homemade vinaigrette with like it's probably lemon and pepper it's <laughs> Dijon lemon olive oil and like something else paprika yeah. <laughs>
1: That's so funny.
0: Very funny. Um, okay, so let's move on. Rust, the movie that uh what's this guy's name? Baldwin. Alec Baldwin, mm, yes, um, was filming and he killed that the producer. Not the producer, Helena Hutchins. She was the whatever her role. She was in the production. Cinematographer. Mm-hmm. Lord. Okay. So they will be resuming production They're on that finishing movie. finishing the movie? <laughs> Why?
1: Throw it all away.
0: <laughs> no. That's what I'm saying. Why? You've, you've murdered, even if it wasn't intentional. It wasn't no, intentional, no, it and was we an know o- that. It was definitely an accident. But they will be resuming production in January.
1: What is the reason?
0: They are moving the um, filming to California. They were originally filming in New Mexico. Um, but they will continue production and that is just crazy.
1: I don't think that, that movie needs to be made
0: personally. So her her husband announced the um, announced with the production company that a settlement had been reached in the case and under the agreement, the production will be able to resume after a 15-month hiatus. We would like the completing of the film would be a way to pay tribute to Helena's final work.
1: Oh, well, if the husband wants that, then okay.
0: I can't imagine he wants that.
1: If the movie is bad... (laughs) that's just gonna make it so much
0: worse it was a low budget movie to begin with Uh, i can't imagine that they would not just like cut their losses like that's why there was such negligence on the film because like they they, were cutting corners because it was tight budget a very tight film turnaround like i can't imagine them wanting to put more money a new set bring back a whole new crew to resume
1: don't make no sense to
0: me and like what a black cloud to put over the film like everybody knows that a woman in the crew has died at the hands of your main actor that's dark
1: yeah yeah it's not Mm -mm. that's dark i don't know why they thought that would be a good move
0: i just think that's really weird like this is one of those weird things that are happening in hollywood
1: yeah, that that movie does not need to be made. And then it's Alec, right? Yeah, Alec needs
0: to lay low. <laughs> Still, yeah. You know, him and his wife had another kid, Hilaria. Hilaria. They are a mess. <laughs> and you know what they named it? <laughs> Luis. <laughs> no, Hilaria. <laughs> what? <laughs> like her name is. <laughs> no get it out get it out (laughs)
1: Hilaria and Ilaria with the I está bien (laughs) mira que bien (laughs) oh my god that
0: lady came back from that controversy and said I don't care I'm still Spanish in this (laughs) house Is her name
1: even Hilaria? Yeah, Isn't no, it's it Hillary? Hillary?
0: But she oh is go- she's god. fully going by Hilaria. She's still talking with the accent. Ay, pobre. I'm crying. That's hilarious. cheeky <laughs> pobre. Oh my god, I'm That's dead. so
1: funny. That is, like, I feel like it's funny because, like, uh, I feel like there are, like, Latin people who love to do that. What? Like, the mom's name is Ana (laughs) Sofia, and the daughter's name is Anne (laughs) Sofia.
0: But like she's not Hispanic, so it's really I know, weird. I know it's really weird. I know. Or how they like will name the daughters like the same name. The same name as the mom. Yeah. Like I, I had a, a girl in my class that her and her mom, and like an aunt all had the same name. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Very strange. Okay, your girl <laughs> Lana Del Rey.
1: Okay. Did
0: you see what happened to her? No. Well, she posted on Instagram this week to say tell her fans that a backpack containing her laptop, hard drives and three cameras were stolen from her car in a robbery a few months ago. Um in the on all of this stuff, it was the 200-page book manuscript that she had <gasps> been writing that had not been backed up, so she lost all of her oh, writing. Oh no. Um, She had to remotely wipe the computer that had my 200 paid book for Simon and Suster, which I didn't have backed up on a cloud or any cloud systems. And she had um, lots of new music and personal photos and videos that have started to be leaked.
1: Oh, like sexy stuff?
0: Um, no, I don't think so. Uh, from what I'm seeing, it's nothing like explicit, but it's just like, you know, it would be like a year and a half of your life. Okay. Um, That had been stolen, but songs have been leaked and she's asking her fans, like, just don't listen to them. Like, don't support the leak.
1: Okay. You know? Yeah.
0: Um, But isn't that awful? That sucks. Like... California and the robberies and that's just like so it's such an invasion. Yeah. And just because these people are celebrities or really rich doesn't mean that it's not like traumatizing. Mm-hmm. The other day Meg The Stallion I think it was like 2 weeks oh, ago somebody broke into her home. Broke into her house and she has since said um I have to take a break because I'm just overworked, I'm sad, I'm anxious. I've like my my life has been invaded in this way. It's still traumatizing. I just think people think like, oh, they have money. It doesn't matter. But it's like they are still people. Yeah. And that is still such a violation. And now you feel like, OK, if they could do it, then they could do it anytime. And that I, this is, is where so, I live.
1: That is so scary. Like somebody breaking into your home. No, like uh, you feel like you'd have to move. Like, right. uh, yeah, that's so scary. I would
0: immediately want to move. Right. I would, I would be like, no.
1: Yeah, we were talking about this the other day at work, and one of my coworkers, she got robbed while she was in the house, and oh. like uh, she didn't know the robber was there. Oh, like she was upstairs, the robber was downstairs, and then she came downstairs. She thought it was her roommate, and then like uh, the door closed really quickly, and she realized her purse was gone, like her keys were gone, like ev- all, everything was stolen. So like imagine that thought. Somebody is in your house and you don't know.
0: No. Right? I would You have to move. I would be, I'd be out of there. Yeah. Immediately. That's terrifying.
1: Oh. Yes, girl. No. Not
0: good. No.
1: Yes. uh, How is she doing? No, it was years ago. Oh. It was years ago, yeah. Years ago. Oh my
0: god. I would die.
1: Right? I would die not for me
0: (laughs) not for me either
1: yeah uh, but la is so crazy oh yeah she she lives in
0: la yeah Yeah, i would never live in la Mm -hmm. so bad oh my gosh okay the last thing i want to talk about megan markle yes (laughs) okay so megan markle's latest um podcast did anybody else know she had a podcast I heard about it, but it's been getting a lot of press. So a lot of things that like I listen to, like podcasts, have been. Oh, talking they've been about talking about, it, about but it. I okay. haven't listened to the actual podcast myself. I just, I've I've said my my thoughts on her before. Um, so this week her podcast was talking about she was talking about her time on Deal or No Deal, and she says that she felt objectified while on it. Okay um she basically uh hold on let me let me hold on let me just pull up exactly what she said she said that she felt like she was reduced to a bimbo and that she had she was grateful for the job that she could pay her bills but she felt that there was a little substance to the role she ended up quitting the show and I was so much more than what i was being objectified as on stage is what she has said i don't i didn't feel i didn't like feeling forced to be all looks and little substance and that's how i how it felt for me at the time being reduced to a specific archetype the word bimbo is what she has stated basically of her time on dealer no deal and she says that one the producers would tell them to suck it in, and they had vouchers to get spray tans, and it was all hair, makeup, pomp, and circumstance, and they were just there to smile and be cute, essentially. And she says that, you know, it was very reductive.
1: Why are people mad?
0: No one's mad. She's mad.
1: Oh, okay. Um, Why are people talking about it? Like, it's just like, she said this, and yeah. then... So there's, like, no controversy? or No,
0: I mean, um, I saw that Whoopi Goldberg said something in, like, in response to her. Um, (laughs) (laughs) When you're a performer, you take the gig. You take the gig, sometimes you're in a bozo suit, sometimes you get a big nose. That's just the way it is. We're not journalists, we're actors. We're trying to get to another place. Mm -hmm. That's how I feel
1: here that. Like, I
0: just think people, like, think into things so much more than they probably are. It's like you're you're not paid to speak on a show like that. Like you're just a body.
1: Yeah, I guess I was just like confused why people are talking about it because like yeah, she's she's allowed to feel that way, but also it it's a job. It's a modeling job. Like if right. you didn't want to do it, why did you take it? If you like could pay for your life in any other way like go go do that. you know yeah. hmm I don't know. I just feel like uh, yes, it is important to empower women and like uh, put them in places where they don't have to rely on their looks. Mm-hmm. Um, But also, I feel like you can go so far off that anyone who does work like that and resorts to their looks like it's kind of looked down upon mm-hmm. like what about those other girls on dealer no deal where like that was what they wanted that was their dream like you think that uh, the, they're being objectified when and taken advantage of i guess when that's what they want to do right Th- that's where it's like it, where it gets weird for
0: me, I just don't think we've really like settled as like collectively as women on where we feel about using our looks for our advantage and and only using our minds, yeah, because I just I don't think like men are exempt from from being objectified and using their looks to an advantage. And like, having pretty privilege I just think it's very different because of patriarchy but it's still there is a dynamic there for them that I just don't know if we have fully explored and compared it to the way in which women's looks are objectified and used yeah for sure it's just like it's you know it's I just don't think we've gotten to the place where they because some people will be like is the people like go back and forth with it
1: Yeah it's like uh, Oh you're too good for that now It's like you're you're too good for deal or no deal Now right you did it
0: Yeah like it was good enough to pay your bills back Then like why like take it for what It was and that's it yeah People talk too much <laughs> <laughs> Um and You know she has a They have a Netflix uh, Docu series coming out
1: Her and Harry yes about Their new lives
0: Yes, they signed a multi-year deal with Netflix, and it w- they will be discussing their lives post leaving. The, excuse me, the royal family. This is what she said about it. It's nice to be able to trust someone with our story, a seasoned director whose work I've long admired, even if it means it may not be the way we would have told it. But that's not why we're telling it. We're trusting our story to someone else, and that means it will go through their lens. It's interesting. My husband has never worked in the industry before. For me, having worked on Suits, it's so amazing to be around so much creative energy and to see how people work together and to share their own points of view. It's been really fun. Okay. What does that mean?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Like, I'm also wondering...
0: I just think she'd be talking yeah <laughs> yeah know? like it's gonna be a docuseries about their lives with the chicken and the kids but how is it not how they would have told it right they're saying I feel like they're trying to say like whatever Netflix does with this like it's not in our control
1: okay like in case it turns out whatever whatever it wasn't me <laughs>
0: <laughs> it wasn't me okay um but then also, like it's a docu series. Like how, how much creativity is at work here? Like we shouldn't, there shouldn't be any creativity really. It should be like real, right? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering.
1: Like it's only based on what you tell them, girly. Right. So. Hmm. Hmm.
0: <laughs> Very interesting.
1: Yeah. Um. Did you know that Selena Gomez is coming out with a documentary?
0: I heard about that.
1: Yeah, and they've been following her for the past 10 years. I know. Like, what? I think...
0: I just think we've overdone it on the documentaries. Yeah, I don't want to hear about her. They've, I actually don't like her. They've literally I just think they're running documentaries into ground into the ground. They're mudding them. They are comp- they're completely pointless at this point. They have no meaning, no substance. They're too long. People think anything can be made into a documentary. Like let something be even mildly interesting and they're like it's a docu series. Yeah. I just feel like we're like documentaries used to mean something now they don't mean anything
1: the last documentary that was good was tiger king <laughs> I mean, you're gonna say it
0: i'm like don't say no, it. no
1: no 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 um there was another good documentary after that that was culturally you know tinder swindler no tinder swindler wasn't good
0: like, I just feel like, doc. you used to learn things in documentaries, and these, like... fire Festival is a good documentary. These, like, personality documentaries are just, like, not that interesting. And I also think, like... Oh, the Jeffrey Epstein documentary was good. Oh, that was long. I felt like that was way too long to be, like, they let him get away with it. Yeah. <laughs> like, you could have told us that in an hour.
1: Yeah, and I'm, uh, there was another documentary that I had in mind that was good, but, like... Yeah, we only need a couple of those.
0: And also, I just think that most people that are making documentaries now, they haven't lived a full life. Like, Jostalina Gomez is, what, 25? No, I think she's 30. 30? Yeah. Okay, she's 30. She's like, she hasn't even lived a full life yet. I just feel like you're too young to be having a documentary.
1: Even talk as a about, child star. They're going to talk about her relationship with Justin. They're going to demonize him. Oh and then God. they're going to talk about her, like, kidney thing. Uh-huh. But the girl who donated her kidney to her, they're not even friends anymore. So, like, how'd that look?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's, like, we don't need all these documentaries.
1: Agreed, yeah. Did you hear that Love is Blind is back? Oh, I'm watching it.
0: Well obviously.
1: Um but the last season was a mess though. All the cup all of the couples broke up. Literally. Did we ever talk about them? I think so. Cause I did watch the after the altar whatever. Oh you did? Yeah. It was three episodes and I watched a two and a half. I, after that I was over it. I was like, okay, they all break up. Get it.
0: <laughs> Got um, it.
1: Yeah. But it was uh, it was good. The second season was a train wreck. So I'm excited to see what they do with this new one. Because mm. the first season was great. First season was good. I like it when the couple stay together. All of these people breaking up. It's like, goddamn.
0: I just, you know, relationships are really hard to maintain these days.
1: Very true. But if Amber and Barnett can do it.
0: Hey, they were meant for each other. They were. And so were Cameron and... And um, Cameron and what was her name? Oh, yeah. What was her name? Cameron and Hmm. Lauren. Lauren and Cameron. Meant to be. Love them. Meant to be. Like that show was literally for them to get to meet each other because they would never have met each other any other way. And they were they were meant to be. Yeah. Completely.
1: Hmm. I wonder.
0: Okay. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the TV and T podcast. TV and T podcast. Wow. Can't even say the name of our own show. T (laughs) and (laughs) T. Go ahead and subscribe to us wherever you are listening. You know, all the places wherever you're listening to us. Please leave us a five star review. Tell us something nice. Only if it's nice. And if you're watching this on YouTube, feel free to subscribe and to give this video a thumbs up. And we will be back next Friday with another episode to serve up the tea on the latest TV and pop culture news. Thanks, guys. Bye.